Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. How's everybody doing on this Saturday morning? We got so much. How much? We got too much to squeeze into the next three hours. Of course, the number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. You can uh, find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer, on TikTok, at Old Man Radio. But most importantly, you can find me right here on your radio until noon. And I said, we got too much. How much? Too much to squeeze into these next three hours. We'll have to get into the Knicks' big win last night. Big win. Needed win last night against the Suns. Man, do they ever need that. And, of course, Jalen Brunson, his performance. Donovan Mitchell's name has resurfaced. The Knicks, when it comes to the Knicks acquiring a star, you just spin a wheel. There's like five or six names on the wheel. And every couple of weeks, you just spin the wheel, and one of those same old names comes up. No, I had this one already. I've seen this one already. No, 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 spin the wheel. We're a couple of weeks away from maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll go back to Joel Embiid or Carl Anthony Town. It's the same name, just spun around and around and around. So we'll get into the Knicks. Of course, it's week 15 in the NFL. A lot of baseball hot stove stuff to get to here in the course of the next three hours as well, but... I want to start this show in a little different way, a little different, and it's not easy for me to do, but I want to start today's show with an apology. I must, I must apologize to you. Now, not all of you, and maybe not even most of you, but clearly a huge number and a growing number of you, because I've heard all this week. And the numbers are certainly growing. Each day that passes and each show that I listen to here on 98.7 FM ESPN New York, the numbers are far greater than I recognize. And I have to apologize to those of you who always saw that Tommy DeVito was going to be what Tommy DeVito has turned into be. Those among you who knew that this was always possible, you know, you call the different shows, and I've heard from, you watched him in the preseason, and you saw something at that time. You watched him make those 64 pass attempts in preseason games against other third stringers, and you saw it instantly with your own eyes. This guy can play in the NFL. There's a Malcolm Gladwell book called Blink which is all about the uh, power of instant recognition, the power of thinking without thinking. And you, my friends, you have it. So I personally need to apologize because I didn't see it. I'll be honest with you. One of the reasons I didn't see it was because I was not watching giant preseason games with the third stringers were in. But that's my... And who's, and who's to blame for that? And I'm a lesser person for having not watched it. I could have been on this bandwagon with you. But, and, and I'll be honest, even now, I, I, I got to be honest. I'm not convinced even now that for sure that he's a starting quarterback. I know you see it. I know you know it. I usually, my own process is I usually wait more than three games. That's, again, maybe I have to go back and, and, and analyze the things that I'm doing in my life because clearly I'm wrong. Clearly. It's there for everyone to see. I usually wait for more than three games against the Commanders, the Patriots, and the Bangkok Packers. And some will say that 
there will still be doubters. I'm not, I'm no longer, this is why I'm apologizing. I'm no longer one of these doubters. But there will be some that still doubt. That say three games against the Commanders, the Patriots, and the Bangkok Packers, that's not enough to make a judgment. Fools, I tell you. Don't you dare listen to them. They're fools. So I want to just go on record, on the radio, so we have a record of it for the future, that I, Gordon Damer, I'm apologizing to the growing number of people that I've heard call in all the shows that they knew that this was possible for time. It's not a surprise to them. Other people, lesser people, surprise. Them, not so much. They saw it. They saw it the entire time. They saw it coming from, it's like when you see an accident coming, you're on the road and you can see, oh, this guy's coming down. Oh, it's going to, it's the same kind of thing. Also, while I'm on my apology tour, I, Gordon Damer, would like to apologize for not recognizing that, of course, the Giants' playoff chances are very, very real. The Giants, this year, right now, in this moment, on December 16th, it's the 16th, man, I got to really get on that Christmas shopping. But I digress. The Giants of this season, they have an excellent chance of making the play. It's all coming together. I am sorry. I apologize. I can't profusely apologize enough for not seeing when the team started 2-8, and getting their heads handed to them week after week, that I did not see this coming. I, I got to apologize. What more can I do? Do you want blood? Do you want me to draw blood from my own veins to show you how sorry and regretful I am? And look, just so you know, there'll be some Debbie Downers, some negative Nancys out there. Who might point out, yeah, the Giants got like 12 turnovers in three games and they needed every single one of those turnovers to win the last three games, squeak out wins. Those people are morons. Don't you dare listen to them. Don't let anyone spoil your rainbow. It's your rainbow. You stare at it as long as you want. And of course, the the Giants are going to make the playoffs. It's all coming together. How could anyone deny it at this point? Don't you listen to the naysayers with their facts and their playoff odds. Hogwash. And of course, making the playoffs this year, far more important than what it could have been like a top five draft pick and a quarterback rich draft. You don't need a quarterback. You got a bunch of them. One of them you're paying $40 million to. Fans can't get rid of them fast enough. So all I would say, as someone who comes to you with his heart open. When you encounter these people, these Debbie Downers, these negative Nancys, it's just like your mom would tell you. They're just jealous. They're just jealous of you. Let your haters be your motivators. And you might even still encounter some today. People who don't think that the Giants are going to make the playoffs. And I guess technically, yeah, what are they, five and eight? Te- if you wanted to be specifically technical, There are only two teams with records worse than them in the entire conference. And sure, again, if you wanted to be hyper-detail-oriented, I think that their playoff odds are, what, roughly 2%? And I guess if you wanted to just lay everything on the table so it's all out there, 
They do have, I think, the second hardest remaining schedule in the NFL. But that's the talk of small-minded, short-sighted morons. And don't you dare listen to them. After all, you should listen to me as I sincerely offer this heartfelt apology. That's all I can do, is to recognize the error of my ways. If you don't, you're making a second mistake. And I won't have that on my watch as the host of this show. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. I hope that that apology will suffice. It feels like in today's society, apologizing is the biggest mistake you can have because the people who hate you, they'll just keep, it doesn't matter if you apologize. Ah, it's not enough. I hope I've done enough. I don't know. We'll, we'll open up the phones coming up. But then there is also the New York Jets. And you Jet fans, boy, you are something else. You are something else. So I have a simple request for Jet fans coming up. Plus, I am not generally a conspiracy guy. But I think I have one, and it involves the Jets. It involves the Giants. It involves Tommy DeVito. And it involves Aaron Rodgers. I'll explain what it is coming up. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Now, on, on Daria Mel, did they do uh, what I learned on Instagram Reels this morning? Did they? Was that a new segment on their show? I just want to check. Not that I know of. Not that you know of. No. Now, is it because you weren't listening to it at the time? Yes. Okay. It, it does kind of take it, make it harder to check in on what's going on on the show. Yeah, usually, actually listening to usually when you don't care for something. You just see uh, that's a that's a giant shot. I'm not saying that I don't care for the show. I mean, look, the the NFL draft is rolling up here soon. I, I'd like to get Mel's perspective. Rolling up here soon. If I had a number one pick on perspective of the NFL draft, Mel Kiper would be that number one pick. What do you mean rolling up here? You used to count the days, literally on the air. Well, how many yep. days do we have left? Hundred and what? Uh, I'm not sure off the top of my head. It might be like one thirty-five. You're excited. You can't wait no, for not your really. first round pick. Not really. I mean, that's what you have to do. Sometimes you have to feign excitement when you're the host of the show. Get- By the way, did anyone else, did you guys find it weird that after a solid week, like this was the week of Tommy DeVito, correct? I thought it was the week of Gordon Damer. After, no, after it's what never the Mon- week of Gordon Damer. After what happened Monday and what happened no, on no, no, Tuesday. No, no, no. no. It's, not, it's not the week of Gordon Damer. Front page of the paper, back page of the paper, Every, uh, the, the Jimmy Fallon shows doing songs about Tommy. De- he, he was everywhere. After a solid week of the Giants getting all this attention, out of nowhere yesterday, there's this story about Aaron Rodgers intercepting a pass one-handed in practice. Did anybody else see that story? We covered it a bit on the K-Show yesterday with Dan and, and Don, and we were wondering that maybe he doesn't. he's, he's going to come back and play defensive back, not quarterback. One-handed? It's, yeah. <laughs> Wait a they had a guy coming off an Achilles injury filling in on the scout team defense? Does not, that seem like a good idea? Not only that, they had a guy throw, some other guy throw, and Aaron Rodgers caught it one, like Antonio Cromartie against How Peyton Manning. How bad is the Jets quarterback room that they have a 40-year-old man playing on defense who's never played defense in his life with one leg and he's intercepting passes one-handed? Maybe the Jets could have him try out punting. It seems like a... 
doesn't that feel weird? It feels like that, that like almost that like they were jealous of all the attention that the Giants are getting because of Tommy DeVito. It was like the Jets. Oh yeah, well our our quarterback intercepted a pass with one hand. Our our quarterback's doing push-ups with just three fingers. <laughs> it just it just didn't it feel weird. It feels like this. As soon as Aaron Rodgers gets to clear, he's gonna go. It's very odd. It's a very odd situation they have over there. But look, uh, in case you missed the open of the show, I personally am apologizing to all the Giant fans. Clearly. It was it was evident at the beginning that this was possible for Tommy DeVito. And maybe more importantly, moving forward, clearly the Giants, they're in the playoff mix this year in the NFC. H- how could you possibly deny it? They're that good. All right, let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. I, I don't know how my apology was accepted. If it was accepted, how it was received. I tried to – now, do you guys feel like it was a heartfelt apology? Did I do the best I could to make an apology? For you, yes. For me, yes. That, that seems uh, – it kind of seems like a bit of a, of a shot in and of itself. Why, why for me, yes? Well, you bring people together, so your apologies are a little bit – I don't want to say is, is less some, sincere. Is there some aspect of the apology you said, well, I wish you would have done this? No. Okay. So then it was a, it was a, it was a, as good an apology as it possibly could be. I'm actually amazed you said you didn't want Tommy DeVito over Tua Tagovailoa. Is that next? Well, I mean, we have three hours. I mean, we'll we'll have to. I don't want to give away the whole store in the first 15 minutes. We've got a lot of things to do in the course. We we're together for three hours, whether we want to be or not. Harvey. Fastest three hours in radio. Fastest three hours in radio. All right, let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Subi is in Midtown. Subi, what's going on? Hey, Gordon, uh, on behalf of all your fans, we do accept your apology. Thank you. And the key thing here is due to the sarcasm, you know, the only the only message I have is that the Giants and the Jets quarterbacks combined were so putrid that we just appreciate a good story at this point, and we appreciate – uh, quarterbacks not getting injured, quarterbacks not turning the ball over, quarterbacks not playing as if they're in the first grade. And at the end of the day, Tommy DeFito was a uh, you know a um, Division One quarterback at Syracuse, so he is a functioning quarterback. And as long as he keeps up this uh, momentum mm-hmm. and plays similar to a Brock Purdy who has a lot of strengths at the QB position, I think we can get somewhere you know, in a good place for the Giants for next year just because of the momentum that he brings. Does that mean that he's better than a first-round quarterback? No, but I think the momentum that we're seeing from both teams in New York could carry over for next year in a in a very positive light. That's all, all I right, got to so, say. So I just want to make sure that we're on the same – oh, Subi's gone. I believe, and I don't want to. I don't want to take any liberties. I believe Subi was saying that Tommy DeVito is now the starting quarterback for the Giants moving forward. I mean, would that be the 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 read of the situation you guys had as well? I mean, he's mentioning him in the same breath as Brock Purdy, who's one of the favorites this year for MVP. So I would have to think. And look, I made a mistake before. I'm not going to make that same mistake again. I, I, I'm going to allow the Giant fans to lead me on this. Would that be the way you read the situation as well? He he is of the belief that that 
Now, Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback moving forward. This is not just like a situation where you're finding out about a backup. Three games is enough to evaluate it because when you're on board immediately, you see it. You see it right, see it right away. All right. Joe is at MetLife. Joe, what's going on, pal? Oh, it was a pleasure, sir. Apology accepted a million Thank times you. over. Thank Trust you. me. Diehard Giants fan. Just to reiterate what the last caller said, if he takes the Giants to a playoff win, mm-hmm. I do believe he's in contentions to fight for a start, to fight, Gordon, to fight for a, a starting job. Do you agree uh, me with that? Well, look, if you, I don't even know that he has to get a playoff win. I mean, he gets you to the playoffs. I think you have to um... – I think um, that's it right in and of itself, right? I mean, I think you almost have to kind of tear up whatever contract he might have and just – because at that point, it will be even more than three games. Three games is more than enough. That is more – that is that is a boatload of evidence, three games, against the Commanders, Patriots, and the Bangs of Packers. And and for uh, Subi's point about uh, sarcasm, sarcasm? Me? Very hurtful. Chris is in Beth Page. Chris, what's going on, pal? Hey, uh, Gordon. Um, if you will just indulge me mm-hmm. where I'm going with this. Just First, please, can, I just, can, can I just ask, is the apology accepted? Uh, no, absolutely not. Oh, absolutely God. not. Uh, no. What, no. What more can I do? No. Well, this is why. First of all, I love that whole... Uh, a uh, bitter Dolphin fan comes on New York radio and just is, just dro- does nothing but throws hate talk out all the time, pretty much. You know, not, not one remote positive thing. You're, just, you're making fun of the whole thing. And, and I see it. I get it. And what you do is you cherry, you cherry pick. You, you talk about, you know, how bad they were. No doubt about it. And everyone saw it. But you love cherry picking. You're like, oh. They needed every bit of those uh, turnovers. Guess what, Gordon? That's part of football. That's good defense. That's good aggressive defense that they're playing now. So they should be complimented on getting all those turnovers. It shouldn't be like, oh, if they didn't get those turnovers, that's part of football. Absolutely. And, you know, let's put it this way. I'm going to go the opposite. Imagine if I told you, hey, you know, DeVito, you know, everybody calm down with DeVito. Enough's enough. They were two and eight, okay? But calm down. He hasn't done much. I mean, if he goes 17 or 21 on a primetime game against a decent team, then maybe you'll have my attention. Maybe. But until that, oh, wait, he did do that. Oh, he has thrown many touchdowns without interception. He can run the ball. He's making good decisions. You don't know where it's come from. And you're saying it's only three games. But that's what we got to go by. And what you do is you conveniently talk about the previous games in the season, the Giants season, where they played horrible, and you really focus in on that all the time. I, I barely mentioned it. I barely mentioned it. I no, mentioned you, it one line. I, I focused it mostly on where they are right now and what they have right. left and, right. and Tommy and um, how three games is more than enough to make a judgment on a starting quarterback when you see it, when you see it right away. Let me ask you something. If they win, all right, they beat New Orleans, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a chance they can beat New Orleans? Of course. They should. They can... I mean, look, okay. if, they're a playoff te- if they're a playoff team this year, they almost have to beat New Orleans, right? Okay. All right. So right? I mean, so is that right or wrong? Can they, are they going to make no, the playoffs right. if they lose to the Saints? 
No, no, okay. definitely not. And they're out. So they they're have done. to win it. I get it. So, right, if they win. And then what you do is you say they have the hardest schedule. Okay, fine. No, that's not so me. That's just that what, what the odds say. That's not, I'm not making that up. Okay. It's not like I'm looking at it. Uh, oh, that's the hard. No, it's, they have the second. No. They and the Dolphins have the second hardest remaining schedule. But that's strictly by the record, Gordon, by records, okay? Right. Well, Let's I mean, really what are you going to do? Like color? No, yeah, you of course do it it's by, by what's record. going on. If Jalen if Hurts is hurt, okay, if he's banged up, and then if the Eagles don't need that last game when the Giants uh-huh. are home and if they, uh-huh. they're just locked into a wild card spot and they have nothing to do and they want to rest Jalen Hurts, is there a chance? Is there a chance? And if Jalen Hurts is hurt, not playing well next week, is there a chance that it's, does that – does that still become the hardest schedule? Would you rather play? Well, look, play if, if you're telling me that the starting quarterbacks of the teams that the Giants are going to play the rest of the way, and Chris, thanks for the phone call, if, if they're not going to be there, yeah, that's going to change the equation. But as we sit here right now, those guys are playing. Right? Any, any team can lose. We've seen that throughout the course of, of the season. Teams lose their starting quarterbacks all the time. So is it possible that the, the Giants play the Eagles twice and, and – and Jalen Hurts, for whatever reason, either he's hurt and misses a game. That's possible. Or the, the last game of the season, maybe they, the Eagles might not need that game. Sure, that's possible, too. I just, I'm very, very hurt that my apology has not been accepted. See, this is, this is the problem with society nowadays, is that when you have a heartfelt apology, people still don't accept it. So you're better, the lesson learned is, well, can I apologize more? No, the less it is, never apologize. Just stick to your guns the entire time. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-377. Let's squeeze in uh, Mike in Hackettstown. Mike, what's going on, pal? Gordon, how you doing? I'm good, Mike. What's up? Uh, I want to lay out a scenario. So the season plays out as it does. We split with the Eagles last game. We're out of the playoffs. Do you trust Dable's developmental skills enough? To, let's say we have the sixth or seventh draft pick to trade back for a plethora of a few more picks and kind of getting some depth players. Let's say the quarterback we want isn't there. Like, do you trust what we have, or you just take a guy because he's there? He's let's say he's no. the third guy on your board in the no, quarterback, you, right? You, you never you never take a guy just because he's there. Um, so, and Mike, uh, thanks for the phone call. I don't generally get into when it comes to the draft time. I don't get into. I know for a certain fact this guy is going to be good. I know for a certain fact this guy is not going to be good because I've watched enough football to know it's not just based on the player. These players that come into football outside of very few, and even then, Trevor Lawrence. The Jaguars did everything they could to screw up Trevor Lawrence in that first year by by teaming him with Urban Meyer. So these guys don't come into the NFL, none of them, as finished products, it's about system, it's about surroundings, it's about coaching, it's about organization. Everything has to be kind of right. So, no, I would never say you definitely take this guy. But in, in regards to your first question, do I trust Dable? Well, you kind of have to. You kind of have to trust his judgment on, on what the story is moving forward. Now, I would say this year, being year two and moving into year three, you got to get this settled now, right? Like you got to figure this out. Either it's what you got, it's either what you're going to draft this year. You, you got to figure out that quarterback position moving forward. It's one thing to to give Daniel Jones the contract that you did after last season. How could you not? 
He comes in, he plays better than he's ever played for an entire season. You win a playoff game. You'd be crazy not to, to, to give him a contract and bring him back. No organization would all of a sudden say, ah, you know what, even despite all that success, we're going to move on. But now that you're in the position that you're in this year, you got to figure out where things are moving forward. And you go into year three, nobody's going to want to hear, well, uh, you won some extra game. We'll still figure out the quarterback down. No, no, no. You got you got one year. Now you've had a second year. You're moving into year three. You've got to get that position settled. That's the most important position. It, your, your coach is an offensive guy. He's got to have his guy. But, no, I would never take a guy just simply because, uh, well, i got to take a guy here. It's a, no, you've got to figure out what that guy is. Who does Brian Dable say is the guy moving forward? And you've got to lock, you got to lock that decision in after this season. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, more of your phone calls. We'll get into the Jets. And boy, Jet fans, you guys are something. I'll explain coming up. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. I'll do what I want. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome in. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. I did want to just touch on the Jets quickly before we go back to the phones. And, um, I, I mean, Jet fans, you guys you guys are uh, really something else because last week they go out and have an excellent second half against the Texans. Again, not the whole game. Game was scoreless at halftime. And uh, not the whole team. The, the, the Texans were not a whole team, but that's for sure. They're playing without the two top wide receivers. They were playing without the tight end. The quarterback gets hurt. And the Jets' defense does its job. That's great. They, they, they generally do their job. But all the talk after that game is about who? You know who. Zach Wilson. See? Zach Wilson. There was a headline. Zach Wilson fearlessly delivered the game of his life. I mean, was he fighting dragons? I mean, can we... And the general reaction has been from the Zach Wilson truthers. And I texted Joe when, when the game was going on. Be prepared. The Zach Wilson truthers are back. They have gotten out of the underground bunker, and they are back, and they are living life. But the general reaction has, well, see... They removed the handcuffs on Zach Wilson. They removed the handcuffs. They, they were throwing the ball. They've been throwing the ball the whole time with Zach Wilson. This is not like he attempted 15 passes a game. Maybe the Buffalo game he did. But other than that, the second Buffalo game, not the first. They've been throwing the ball quite a bit. Against the Chargers, he threw the ball 50 times. Against the, the Raiders, they threw the ball 39 times. They throw the ball a lot with Zach Wilson. So this idea that some, well, no, they just removed the handcuffs. They finally allowed him to throw. No, they've been throwing the ball the whole time. And you know what it is? As a non-Jet fan, listening to Jet fans about Zach Wilson, it's like listening to a friend who's in a bad relationship. And all that, all that friend does is complain to you about how bad their relationship, how bad the person they're with is. Oh, I got to end it, got to get out. And then that person does one little thing. And your friend all of a sudden's in love again. Oh, he picked me up flowers. Oh, he's the best. What kind of flowers? They rose? No, he got me one carnation. He found it on the street. Oh, he's the best. And you're all in love again. Now, was Zach Wilson good last week? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, he was good last week. He had a great second-half performance against a banged-up Texans. Good for him. That's great. 
Should that fundamentally change your opinion on Zach Wilson after a half a game? I would say no. That That's just me. Again, I'm kind of jaded here because of the whole giant thing. I, I feel so wrong, and I'm apologizing and everything else. So maybe, maybe my judgment shouldn't be uh, counted for all that much. So was Zach Wilson good last week? Absolutely. And will the Jets win this week? Absolutely. And will the Zach Wilson truthers reform their alliance and call into all the shows? Absolutely. But here's the thing. One game, and half a game, but all right, one game does not cancel out all the other games. Do you realize all the court, bad quarterbacks sometimes have good games. That doesn't mean that all of a sudden they became good quarterbacks. I'm sure if you went through Sam Howell's game log, you would find it. But perfect, uh, Joe Flacco. Now, are we thinking that the Cleveland Browns, you know what, the Cleveland Browns, they should sign Joe Flacco long-term. Get him a three-year deal. He's whipping the ball all around the yard. Desmond Ritter has had good games. So I would just say to Jet fans, you guys, pick a lane. Would you pick a lane? Pick a lane. And stay in the lane. You don't have to be weaving in and out every season. Feels like there's a lot of weaving in and out. Pick a lane and be done with it. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Steve is in Hicksville. Steve, what's going on, man? Hey, Gordon. Um, two quick points. First of all, I don't think you really need to apologize. I think when we saw him in preseason, DeVito, you know, I, I wasn't sure what we saw either. And, yeah, he's turning it around. He's, he's doing well. But you don't need to apologize. I, I, I mean, fans are nuts. And as far as Wilson goes, um, you know, I, I'm sorry. I see what you see. I don't. This guy cannot read defenses. He is not a starting QB. Maybe a backup. I think the Jets have to move on, and that's it. They cannot risk another season. What we had this year, they've got to move on. Uh, Steve, I could not agree with you more. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, clearly, and you know what. It, it would be it would be perfectly Jets for this to end in the most painful way. Like for Zach Wilson to kind of go on a run here where the Jets win some games. They don't make the playoffs, but he plays well enough that kind of leaves things for some people still in doubt. And you'll you'll not look towards how things ended, but you'll go back to the two games that you pulled him and you were going with Tim Boyle and that disastrous situation. Um, and, and if you had just won those games and you'd be in the playoffs, so... Uh, I think that after this season, and it seems like there was a report out there, and we talked to Rich Samini during the week that he kind of uh, agrees with it, that after this season the Jets are going to part ways with Zach Wilson and let him go uh, to some other team and see if he can figure it out because I don't think that Zach Wilson will ever turn out to be a, a real NFL quarterback. It happens sometimes. But if he does, it ain't going to be here. Like, it's pretty clear at this point the Jets are not the team that's going to be able to figure it out. Like, sometimes you got to let the other person solve the puzzle. You can't, you just can't see it for whatever reason. That's the Jet. They can't figure out the Zach Wilson puzzle. Right, let's go out to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, what's going on, man? What's happening, Gordon? It's uh, Dolphin uh, Jet Week. And, yes. Uh, you, you know, you never know what you're going to get in those days. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, for your sake, I just think there's a bit of a hangover after that debacle Monday night. Yeah. And with Hill, with Hill probably not playing, I think if the Jets have a shot, it could be this week of just maybe catching the Dolphins at the wrong time. And I think the Dolphins could be overlooking the Jets because you know who they got coming up. They got Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. 
So this is this is kind of a tricky game. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> I hope the Jets get in here today because the weather down here is just the, the winds are, are like almost tropical force winds. Really? So hopefully, yo, oh, I swam in a monsoon this morning, and um, to be to be very honest with you, um, I'm just hanging out at the beach listening to your show. And I've never seen winds right now the way they are. And they talk about thunderstorms later. So if by any chance the Jets don't get in here, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if they pushed this game off to Monday. But we'll see what happens. Wow, but, I didn't realize. I knew it was uh, they, there was some rain in the forecast. I didn't realize it was uh, it was going to be that bad. No, tomorrow's going to be okay. Tomorrow's oh, okay. A bad day. All right. I'm just talking about flights getting in and out. <laughs> but right. getting to the Zach Wilson stuff. You know, Rich is so right. You know, I don't care if this guy has 158 passer rating for the next four games. They're going to part ways. It's good for both sides to trade him. And, but if you do want to revisit with all the flaws the Jets have had, offensive line and the backup court, all that, the biggest misfire that they did was not having a competent backup because you know, let's face it, you know Rogers wasn't going to play 17 games, and they rolled the dice. Who knew he was ever going to, you know, get hurt four snaps into the season? And then that was the biggest thing. But for Zach Wilson, the problem with him is he does have the athletic talent. It's what's upstairs, and he was never coached properly from day one, and that's his biggest problem. Is it too late? Probably so. You know, he'll hook on with another team. Maybe you get some head coach or quarterback guru that maybe will get him straightened out. But my, my my bet is he'll probably go down the Sam Donald, you know, route where, you know, he'll be he'll be an okay backup maybe, but I don't think he's ever gonna live up to what, what he is and that's regardless of what happens this year. Yeah, I and Ira, thanks for the phone call. Um I, I think if you're a Jet fan, I think you want him to go down the Sam Darnold road. You you wanna find out that yeah, you know what, he just was not a, a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, the last thing you want is him going someplace else, and then all of a sudden, wait a sec, this is why he was the second pick in the draft. Um, that that would be <laughs> as painful as this whole situation has been. I think that that would probably make it um, the, the worst-case scenario. And uh, we kind of were talking uh, on the ESPN New York Tonight show the other night about places that he could go. I think you have to – he has to go someplace where there's an established – coach who you know is going to be there for a significant an offensive coach who's going to be there for a significant period of time and he has to sit behind a starting quarterback for a little while maybe a year maybe two and and kind of rebuild it from from the ground up don't think that this is going to be a quick fix but he'll get another opportunity and you know people will say that about Zach Wilson well clearly he has the physical tools that's generally the biggest quarterback bust at the top of the draft. They don't bust because they don't have the physical tools. That's what gets them to be the top picks in the draft. It's usually the mental stuff, the processing stuff, and it just feels like that with, uh, with Zach Wilson. That said, he will play well this week, and the Jets will win. Book it. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. But it's a good song. Sure. Crazy Train. You know cra- you know it's Crazy Train, right? Yeah. Now now have you figured out what the three clues are pointing towards? Yeah, I think it comes I think it's part of your apology. What in what way? What 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 would you what would your guess be that the three clues? You're saying that I'm crazy for believing that the Giants are a playoff bound team and have any sort of hope. 
Yes. Now, some might say that that would kind of dis- take away from my apology. I came up with a list before I had my come to Jesus moment. Sure. So this, these are the musical clues of a non-believer prior. This happened. I come up with the musical clues in the course of the week. It was probably Friday afternoon, maybe evening, maybe even Saturday morning that I came up, that, that, that I finally had, it finally revealed itself to me, and I had my moment of clarity. I think Does that make I, sense? Sure. I think okay. what I've discovered so far today is that you just don't like uh, my team, my, my, my positivity for my team. Mm-hmm. You don't like me having fun. No, that's not true at all. I have no. I have nothing. I, I know. I saw, was it Chris and Beth Page who brought that up? I hate the Giants. I don't care about the Giants. You and Chris. Uh, this is like this is like when Hulk Hogan fought. You know, Ultimate Warrior all those years ago. It was like a battle of the beasts. Really? Yeah. Think of the great rivalries here. Uh huh. You know, Tyson and um and Holyfield. Uh huh. Ollie Frazier, right. Austin and Rock. It is up uh-huh. there. Okay. You say so. So I look. You you got the J- Joe got the clues last week. He he got it. You got it this week. So I, I, clearly, I have to make the clues a little tougher next week. I, I can't wait for the music on this one. All right. As long as get, as long as it's not uh, this last one. I mean, come on. I we, feel, we I feel like I'm at Gillette cl- Stadium. Well, look, it can't be this one again next week because I've had my come to Jesus moment and I've I've realized the error of my ways. That's all I all I can do now is repair the damage that I've done. You found my religion. Doubting and my hatefulness. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. one 800 espn is the telephone number. one 3776 Coming up, we'll get more into week 15 in the NFL and the joy that the Jets and Giants are spreading. Plus, we've got to touch on the Knicks. Oh, my goodness, what a performance last night by Jalen Brunson. We've got to hit on that. We've got lots of stuff to do. Just one hour down, two still to go. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York.